VG Empire 128. You kids keep it down with that video game music. No way, Bon. I'm uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no way, Fred. Trying to do an impression of the Michael Jackson black or white intro. That's, oh wow, <laughs> who's that actor? It was Macaulay Culkin in the in the video, but just who's the dad telling him to keep it? Oh, down? Oh, it's George Went. There you go. In the video, Norm. Norm. <laughs> uh, still alive. That's <laughs> <laughs> not George Went. <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, Who's the guy? I'll kill you. I'll kill all of you. Uh, you brain know. dead hick. Me at the end of a recording? All right. Uh, VG Empire 128. Hey. Uh, Brett Elston here, your host for the show, but joined by two guests to help me wrap up the otherwise garbage year of 2016. Uh, but there was some good game music. Yeah. That's true. I'm joined by my friends. Uh, Christopher Antista, game music fan extraordinaire. Oh, Jesus. Nice. Doing too many of these. Uh, AFL-CIO chairman George Meany. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Grimm, who did um, a lot of game columns this year, or yeah, game music columns. Yeah, yeah, from my previous employer. Mm-hmm. Yep, didn't mean to bring that up, but <laughs> it hurts so bad. But but it makes you it makes you more of an expert than me, or and like, basically me. Yeah. Like all year long, I kept like reading those articles, uh, and uh, which again, I feel like BGM, like you had an ongoing column, notorious BGM, that yes, a sir. lot of stuff mm-hmm. I pulled from because I was like, I didn't play a lot of new games this yeah. year, which we've lamented on other parts of the show, but like. What, so I looked at those to be like, what are some good songs? Because I'm, t- I just feel totally out of the loop. So I, mm. a lot of this may sound familiar to you. Well, well. Uh, well but I, then I also follow my hipster tendencies of <laughs> not paying attention to things that people like. And so you'll see a lot of games <laughs> on here nobody well, played. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in the camp of like the games I enjoyed most: Overwatch, Dark Souls. I played a ton of Pokemon, and I was told Final Fantasy 15 doesn't count for some reason. Well, I ha- <laughs> so here's here's some rules for how these year-end reviews mm-hmm. start. We do this every December. Mm-hmm. It's usually the la- among the last episodes of the year. Uh, there's some criteria in that. It, ideally, it did, in fact, come out this year, mm-hmm. 2016. But some other stuff, so like Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. No doubt Yokoshima Moore and the other composers put out a great soundtrack. And same thing with Pokemon X and Y. Sun and Moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Um, those are franchises that I either already have episodes in the t- in the can or will eventually for, get franchise or will eventually covered. get to. So I don't want because Quick other- shout out to the Final Fantasy 15 menu yeah, music, yeah, yeah. but uh, oh, yeah, but dude, the, the so other good. games I was talking about, like I I don't care about the music in Dark Souls or Overwatch or yeah. Last Guardian very yeah. much. Come on, um, there's that one Overwatch theme that's four <laughs> seconds long. That's Match of the game is that yep, what we call this? One. Like yeah, yeah. a play of the game. <laughs> Um, but but so like yeah so like for Final Fantasy like we we did a we did four weeks of a, a October was four episodes of Final Fantasy but that was only one through ten mm-hmm. because I'm like just limiting it to one through ten is plenty mm-hmm. that's a lot of music so there's still an eleven through fifteen episode yeah. to do so otherwise every year would be well it's the year in review some Pokemon game killed it again some <laughs> Nintendo franchise killed it again like it's, mm-hmm. it would but, be the uh, same stuff every year a, a so. VG Empire shout out to Final Fantasy fifteen because in case you didn't know you can at the stores you buy your potions your ether your sure. phoenix downs from you can buy the soundtracks to every single Final Fantasy game and listen to it while you tool around in the car it's really neat because it, it, it in a way does it, it makes it so. I don't know what music defines 15 at this point it's because hard. I keep listening to 10 and 13 yeah, in my I keep drive. Li- yeah, I keep listening to <laughs> 7 and 13. And I'm a little irritated that the 4 music is not the Super NES version. It's like uh, some PS... I, it's either the PSP remake or something. I would like to call it one of your tweets as one of the oh. finer ones of the year. Oh, yeah. that's my biggest tweet to date. Uh, Pretty good. I, yeah, I was like, I wish I could say FF15 is the first time that I pulled into a gas station with Genova's theme blasting out of this car. <laughs> and that's not a joke. Um, that happens. Repeat. <laughs> uh, but bringing us in was the Doom soundtrack, Rip and Tear, from Mick Gordon, who worked on mm. Wolfenstein New Order and Old Blood, uh, which sounds like a different Pokemon 
set of games, mm. New Order and Old Blood. That's a great joke, but <laughs> sorry, it's it's more uh, it's more of a yokai watch thing, I guess. Um, but also, strangely enough, worked on Nicktoons Attack of the Toy hey, Bots. Hey, now, now we're talking. And I went back just to see <laughs> did this game secretly have an amazing soundtrack? Uh, it's like it's like yes. no, nah, it's serviceable toy oh, music. Oh no, so. I'm sorry, you meant Nicktoons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, but Wolfenstein was good stuff, right? Yeah, you, you played, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, but bringing us in is Rip and Tear, um, which again, Doom. Uh, Video Game Apocalypse, our, our dedicated game show, uh, we did name this as one of our games of the year, mm-hmm. and I mean, I one of the few games I finished this year, and yeah, it's probably my game of the year. Yeah, Spoilers. like I, I gushed about it half drunk on <laughs> our other show because we do that, mm-hmm. but it really boiled down to I love Doom and Doom Two. I think they are way smarter than their legacy gives them credit for. Like they definitely get credit for like popularizing and iterating on what Wolfenstein did to make the first person shooter template that everyone ripped off for mm-hmm. years and years and years mm-hmm. but it kind of gets lumped in with like oh like a mindless shooter thing where you just run and don't reload and whatever but like Doom was also a thoughtful mindless a shooter. very smartly designed <laughs> oh, yeah. the level design how it informs you with no story and no words and it, it teaches you to want to explore and it's be a like, legacy well, worthy of the level lord absolutely right. and this new Doom was like not only is it not like Doom 3 at all, which I did like, but I like that Doom can kind of reinvent itself. It's Quake meets Doom, mm-hmm. where it's super trippy, weird, fast-shooting action. Right. But and no, then they announced Quake right after the movie, yeah. which I thought was like, okay. Yeah, and so, but no reloading. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many ways to just get in demons' faces and punch them in half, rip them in half, and crazy It's almost whip. like designed to be sped run, just the way it plays, yeah. where it's mm-hmm. just like... And the thing, too, I think a lot of people are, are getting it. We'll get into this in the other podcast. Sure. But yeah, yeah, um... Also, did you see the performance on, I think, the Game Awards? This no. guy came out and they oh, performed did. Yeah, Doom yeah, songs. Yeah. I heard about it. I didn't yeah, see yeah. it. It was pretty pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you like if you like uh, chains banging against uh, metal walls, uh, yeah. and I happen to. As a KMFDM fan, this music did it for me. But, uh, but, yeah, the soundtrack couldn't be more appropriate for music to rip monsters' faces off yeah. and yeah. Uh, shove rockets in their own throats. Like The, the music my- in Doom has never been anything. It's not the kind of music I like. But I appreciate the new one doing it so authentically. Yeah, I do. I do appreciate it from afar. I could never listen to this though. Yeah, and, like it, 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 even though it is the type of music I like, this one's a little too far off, mm-hmm. off on the on the scale for me mm-hmm. to want to listen to on a regular basis. But there's nothing you can do to this music other than rip an imp's head off, like and, lift weights or yeah, get in a fight. Like those are the only two things I can do. The idea of me having a spreadsheet open, <laughs> yes, and like let's rock. Like I would just get too, and I can't drive with this because I will run people off the road yeah. or get. In a, or get in a wreck like I just can't I can't deal with it like that but it's so when, like because it's also great like Doom was good about when you kill all the enemies in the in an area they're just gone there's not like spawn closets and people just keep running out at you it's like no 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 this was the level we made it's this yeah. closed ecosystem figure everything out within this level hit the switch at the end and off mm-hmm. you go there's a story that ties it together that's hyper ridiculous but at the end of the day once you've killed all the enemies you can be like alright now I'm gonna like jump around and f- mm-hmm. explore and find out where all of this hidden stuff is and how are there any other trials I could unlock and find and like it just was so much fun and then when enemies show up this music kicks in and you're like you're cracking your knuckles like behind your TV <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I am so ready to fight everyone and it just sounds so digital too like I'm not going to get into terms I don't sure. quite understand but yeah the way that like you can tell it's obviously guitars being played but this is like so like modulated it sounds like yeah. the OG music which was you know the MIDI files and stuff yeah, but, yeah. and let's drag this into I guess you know the world of drum triggers and like you know multi-million dollar heavy metal production yeah and and it sounds like uh, a, a thrash metal band playing with a keyboard where it's just everything <laughs> is on keyboard like keys instead of uh, there's no guitar strings here it's just mm. 
I was miming uh, with my hands there on the radio. We're good. Uh, but we'll do three songs from Doom. Uh, again, Mick Gordon. Uh, first is At Doom's Gate. I think this is the because again I finished this back in May or I guess mm-hmm. I finished it in June. It came out in May of sixteen, so I don't remember exactly when all these cues occur. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's if something's in your face shooting at you, this music is playing. Um, it will make you want to break off someone's arms and beat them to death with them. Uh, Doomsgate is great. After that is Flesh and Metal, which is screamingly loud and industrial AF. We're in my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and again, I just being a fan of so much KMFDM guitar riffy nonsense mixed with a genuine fan of old doom like was making levels and sharing levels with friends playing over 14-4 modem dialing on the phones to to mm-hmm. call, telling their parents don't pick up the phone when it rings because that's my <laughs> friend calling with his computer yeah. and then calling us a witch and then putting and throwing pitchforks at us computer using the phone computer <laughs> can't talk to humans <laughs> my parents Must are not doctors to watching full house <laughs> my parents are not dr zayas yeah my my timeline was way off <laughs> Uh, and after that is the UAC report file, uh, which is slightly more subdued. Mm-hmm. Very exciting title, that it, one. intentionally so to give you <laughs> to give you a, 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 a some div, some break. Uh, but after that, yeah, uh, this is at Doomsgate, Flesh and Metal, and UAC report file.
Oh boy. Uh, that's why I started the show with this, yeah. um, so that we could uh, ease down for the rest of the show. <laughs> Doesn't, wasn't there something too about this where, like, if you played it backwards, there was like a Sonic signature that said six 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 or something? Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, was like I, I know what you're talking story. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so because man, the amount of great pentagram art in this game is really <laughs> cool. Like the amount of just like where like the lines are. Tr- it's like if Iron Man held up his hand and instead of a holographic interface, there was a pentagram there. <laughs> yeah. It's that style of like just tracing neon lights with just. Sick devil horns, late eighties, early nineties metal albums. Oh, yeah. forever, forever. But such a great game, and I'm sure it's ninety nine cents by now because of uh, the disposable nature of our <laughs> consumerist ways. I think it was twenty bucks over the there you go. yeah Black Friday. Yes, yeah, should be thirty dollars on PSN <laughs> if you're hearing this before the twentieth. Um, but you should totally buy it if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah, this was great, and it is like I haven't played a shooter in years all the way through. I think literally the last like proper shooter I played was Modern Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even think of one. That I did play since then. That was like that didn't have some like stealth caveat to it, or right, where it's yeah. just running some shoot sort people. of brainy nerd game. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Also, if I can call out one sound effect in this game, sure. The one where he grabs the glass orb to get the power up, and you just hear the glass. Yes, the glass and the, it the, crunches. Yeah, like, the argent stuff yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, he's squeezing his hand. You can hear the glass like tick tick tick. That was such an excellent piece of sound production that every time it happened, I was like, ooh, I get to crush a glass. Yes, oh yeah. And there's so much fun. Like like you get runes that give you different abilities and like it's just like part of me was like don't put all this crap into doom because the fun of doom is that it, it just strips it all down it got so much junk or it got so much like i gotta get you know a flack or whatever for that thing where it's like you finish the enemies off with oh, the melee it. attack yeah. and it's so good but it's i think everyone so saw that like, oh this is gonna slow the gameplay down and make it bad and it's and like in fact it actually ruled <laughs> it, it's completely ruled and some of those perks are just like oh the more you rip enemies in half the more this other perk activates <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. so i will never leave this blood frenzy pretty much for yeah. the whole game and then there was another one where like as long as you're when you when you rip enemies up, they'll yeah. drop armor. If you're at a hundred armor, you have unlimited ammo. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just like I'm constantly and I just love also when you hit the stick, you click the stick in to do the one hit kill when uh-huh. you're close. Or when they're glowing after you've done enough damage. And some enemies are so weak you can just mow through them. Right. But like it was basically like it, the targeting was so forgiving uh-huh. where like you could jump off a ledge fall like oh, 900 yeah, yeah. feet and be like I'm gonna push it and then it just knows like the game can intuit like you wanted to punch this guy in the face right Right. and he you didn't totally line it up correct but we're gonna give it to you and then you see him like grab onto one of the Revenant's missile launchers and ah, shove so it up good. an orifice and then there's an explosion so good so it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah that, probably my game of the year I can't think of anything else that came close that I was just very strong yes that I, every, every time I turned it on I was like yeah Mm-hmm. I rented um, it four times from Redbox because I was up wow. north in Auburn. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I got to buy this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is my VG Empire lock of the year for purchases as far as the show goes. Uh, next game this year, um, Killer Instinct Season 3. Oh. This is yeah, bold music about. as well. This is not the... Uh, <laughs> it's not the... Uh, and I guess related... The soft transition we were talking no, about. No, yeah. considering KI1 and Killer Cuts was all over the place. There was, like, Spinal had, like, the ship pirate rowing music, and Saberwolf had the gothic stuff, and mm-hmm. it transi- And then the instinct, the main theme of Killer Instinct is yeah. such a great Top Gun Anthem-style guitar noodly. The Battletoads one was pretty good. So this year, you get, with Killer Instinct on Xbox, which we did a whole episode mm-hmm. about Killer Instinct back in 2013, I think, mm-hmm. when the new one came out, and Season 3... Killer Cuts. Kill- mm-hmm. ...adds... Um, Rash from Battletoads, mm-hmm. and you get this uh, Rash's theme, uh, which is like 
inspired by David Wise's Battletoads music, mm-hmm. but and it has some of those sound effects in there. But it gets pulled into the modern KI era, which is way more wub wubby and uh, <laughs> wub metal. I don't know what the wub metal because <laughs> like because like it's not dubstep and it's yeah. not metal, but like that fusion of where like it's it, it follows the imp, the the formula of a dubstep song, but is mostly metal. What they should do is they should take a uh, Sir Hugs a lot and get the <laughs> I wub you. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll uh, do two songs from Kids. I didn't play Killer Instinct, I think, after that first mm-hmm. batch when it first came yeah. out. I didn't really follow along, but I don't know if you stuck with it at all. Or I watch it on streams and stuff, <laughs> but yeah, I don't play too much. What's the Who's the top character? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> who's a top Spinal character? Spinal was pretty good, okay. from what I recall. Um, like, yeah, in the 90s, I was really... I played a lot of KI in the arcades, but and then KI Gold on N64, obviously, played, which just turned 20 years old, by the way. Um... I will take issue, I don't remember where this was, but I was looking up information about Season Mm 3, and somewhere, it might have been a wiki, it might have been something else, I'm guessing a wiki, but it said... Possibly a curse wiki. Yeah. It might have, it said, uh, Killer Instinct, which was a, which is itself a reboot of the 1997 Mm -hmm. video game, and, you know, dates and times are my thing. Indeed. And (laughs) I normally give people, I try to give a wider berth as I age, but Mm -hmm. y'all should know when things happen to you, but anyway... (laughs) Uh, this thing was like <laughs> I just don't like remembering other people's lives better than they, it doesn't matter um, <laughs> when did I graduate high school I shouldn't be the one to remember this <laughs> anyway 1997 mm. doesn't mean anything for Killer Instinct that is mm. a nothing year the game didn't the first game mm-hmm. arcades 1994 ported mm. the Super NES in 1995 Killer Instinct 2 slash gold is in 96. 97 <laughs> is literally nothing. Nothing happened with Killer Instinct in 1997. It was done. Mm. It's over. You know when the next Killer Instinct thing happened? Gold? 2013! Well, <laughs> wasn't 97 when TJ Combo became a senator? Uh, maybe. <laughs> and he ascended to the... You donate to the right people. <laughs> but it was just like, 97? I, uh, no, there's no... There's not even like... Because I would be like, oh, sorry, you got it confused with this because that happened and fair enough. It was just like, nothing happened. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Sing Season 3 music. Uh, you can buy the soundtrack on Amazon and iTunes. Same thing with Doom. The Doom soundtrack is readily available to stream, mm. to buy. Uh, and I encourage you to do that because, again, VGM growing up was such a hard thing to come by. Even now, uh, it's unrealistic how often I have to go into the dark alleys of the internet to find some of this music but <laughs> thankfully most everything that's in our year in reviews is readily available that you can purchase lovely Killer Instinct 3 is in fact on Amazon Tapes Caldweller and Atlas Plug Ooh, you have to fire up Tor Browser and go on Rainbow Road to find the uh, best game <laughs> Man, on I wish it was called something as nice as Rainbow Road uh, but first is Enter the Battletoad which is Rash's theme we just talked about which again is it, it mixes some of that Battletoad stuff with a little sillier mm-hmm. ki- ki- modern KI music and after that is A Warrior's Journey which I guess you could call the main theme of season three because mm-hmm. it is the instinct, which mm. is the main theme of Killer Instinct, mm. which I love. Uh, absolutely adore this. But it's remixed and just kind of given a, a different taste, a different flavor. Um, it's not so, again, not so guitar, Top Gun anthem if, if that reference doesn't mean anything to you, by the way, <laughs> you're listening to the wrong show. Yeah, and guess. you need to go Google Top Gun Anthem immediately and then come back. Um, but Warrior's Journey is not like that. It's a remix of that KI theme. But we'll do these two songs from Killer Instinct th- Season 3, Into the Battletoad, A Warrior's Journey, available on Amazon and iTunes.
I just want to like kiss the eighties again. Like <laughs> that could have been out of like a Blood Dragon game or something. Yeah. Oh, don't get ahead of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that both of those were great. I didn't even realize I had like I jumped into Enter the Battletoads so quickly that I didn't even notice that it starts with. Yeah. This is the. That's the KI, yeah. the instinct main riff, uh, but man, it was right there all along. Really, and got a lot of that because uh, for some reason Battletoads became the uh, one of the first albums, <laughs> NES, NES music albums I bought on vinyl. Yes, uh, uh, I'm, was I'm 8-Bit, right? Yeah, I'm 8-Bit. And they yeah. did the Killer Instinct one as well. Oh, they, nice. they announced, uh, well, it's not Killer Instinct, it is the Killer Cuts album that came in the, with the Super NES version. They put it on vinyl. And I, it can't, they announced it during the week of Evo in July, and it just arrived last week. Ah. Uh, just some some snags in the development of that uh, vinyl. But I'm just happy we we christened a Wub Metal. That's oh yeah, metal. it is Wub thing. Metal for yeah. sure. It's in the same I think Venn diagram, not Venn diagram, but like a spatial chart as a crunk core. If I, you guys can recall that. I didn't know what else to call the trailer, the Fast and Furious trailer music. <laughs> uh, Wub Metal, it's great. Yeah, just all the stops and starts where it's just... Yeah, it's just clipped so hard on the... Uh, yeah. uh, hard 90 degree... Metal with a drop. Yep. 90 degree angles on all the wave files. Yes, when exactly. you import them, there's just like... There's a knob that says yes. sustain and it was turned to the left all the way and then pulled Double black the diamond thing. slopes and all these all these songs' waveforms. Um, that's an audio editing joke. Uh, uh, but moving, uh, moving out if, of... If anybody's going to get it, it's people listening to this. That's I, true. Actually, you're right. I take it... Not back. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving into the next game of this year that I did download and have not played and feel bad, mm-hmm. but what are you going to do? Uh, is Fury. Mm-hmm. Woo! Which, woo! Brad Pitts. <laughs> woo! Uh, which is Carpenter Brute, which already... Mm. Do you can stop there. Yeah. Uh, which we did see Carpenter Brute in concert. They came to SF back in October. Awesome. They didn't say a word. They rolled in, <laughs> played a bunch of metal, uh. or played, you know, like... Uh, I don't know what the exact genre would be, like whatever the mm. best music on earth <laughs> and then with a bunch of pentagrams and goat heads everywhere didn't say one word and then when they were done they gave a thumbs up took a swig of water and left no encore <laughs> everyone was so into it shout out to carpenter brood if they're anywhere than 100 miles of you go see them but fury you described it it's like it's a boss rush bullet hell hybrid yes yeah mm. um, i saw stuff for this game and i was like oh this looks cool but basically yeah the thing is you just fight bosses uh-huh. and then you fight the bosses in phases and but it's really structured cool because if you uh you have three lives and if you get killed mm-hmm. it recharges all the bosses health too when you come back to life oh so each like there's like generally three or four phases and then there's two parts to each phase blah 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 but yeah they shoot bullets at you so you have to do a lot of dodging and then it's a mix between melee and like long distance shooting. Oh, yeah. It's pretty ambitious, I think, for what it's trying to do. And oh. uh, I was sort of on the fence when I played through it, like for maybe the first half of it. Mm-hmm. But then I got to the end and I was like, "This is excellent." Mm-hmm. And it, it's one of those games where it's like it's like a platinum game. Where once you finish it once, you're like, sure. "Okay, I get it." And then you yeah. start it again. And you're like, "This is even better than it was the first time." Yeah. But the soundtrack on this game is just astounding. Yeah. I mean, uh, everyone involved here are these names: Danger, Toxic Avenger, yep. Lorne, Wave Shaper. <laughs> A lot um, of them from the Hotline Miami soundtrack. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. Um, same, uh, I'm surprised Perturbator wasn't in here, actually. But It's just really cool because, like, the way between bosses, there's this mandatory, like, six-minute auto-walk where your character just walks and a narrator talks and the songs mm. play in the background. Oh, nice. And it kind of, like, builds up to, like, your next fight or whatever. Oh. And it's really integrated with the music in a super cool way. And mm. the design's done by the guy that did Afro Samurai, so all the characters have that super wild, like, yeah. ultra-anime look to them. Um Honestly, I'm not going to lie. The only reason I even picked it up because this was on PS Plus, I think, in June mm-hmm. or yeah, something. Yeah, that's how I got it. Premiered free? Yeah, it yeah. premiered free, and it got no hype and no buzz, yeah. and nobody seemed to care. And I remember, like, you know, last year when they did that with uh, 
Rocket League yeah. is like yeah. game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, this is not the same thing. It's just sure. like difficult. But yeah, I love this game. The soundtrack is just pretty solid all the way through. Huh. Yeah, I, it's one like based on your recommendation, our friend Greg, who plays a lot of similar games, especially platinum-y Yeah, games. it's very platinum-y, DMC-y kind of like. Yeah. It's very twitchy. It's not so much combo-oriented, but right. it's weird because once you play it, you actually realize it's Punch-Out. Because the way it works is that uh, each boss has attacks that you learn how to dodge first, tells. and then you realize mm. they have tells, and you can stuff their attacks mm, nice. and like dizzy them and Ooh, stuff. So cool. you learn how to speed run the game, and the game has built-in speed run stuff as right. well. So it's great. It's really probably my second favorite game of the year. It's a bummer. I wish it, I, I just hate it when I miss a, P- a PS Plus a free game and I missed it. I downloaded it just for. Mm. Oh no! Wait, I redeemed it and didn't download yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I was because I. I did my hard drive was full, so whatever. Well, it's just, worth the fifteen bucks or twenty bucks or yeah. whatever it is. It is absolutely great. But uh, we'll do. You can guess. You can gather. I guess the visual aesthetic of the game that would go along with music from these types of bands. Yeah. Uh, but it's all like the color of the shoes I wore here today, which is a lot of uh, mm. light blues, light purple, blues, pink, teals, pinks. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> the colors that I love the most. Uh, basically, the Protoman logo. Uh, <laughs> or the Laser Time logo. You know, a little less yellow. You know, I want to go to that. <laughs> don't want to bring it down like that. <laughs> hey, the VG Empire logo. Now that's, you, you can say your watch, too. Look at that. Um, but uh, w- uh, three songs here that you mm. picked out for us. Uh, two from Wave Shaper, which is Wisdom of Rage and You Are the End. Yes, yeah, You Are the End is really good. I'm excited. And then after that is Make This Right, the Toxic Avenger. And that one's a little slower. Nice. We'll, come, we'll, we'll bring it down, which is good because that'll uh, that will segue nicely into the next game we're going to talk about. We're going to bring it down here for a minute. Wisdom right. of Rage, you are the end, and make this right from Fury, which is also available to purchase legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's on everything now. It's yeah, on PS4, you can, PC, and Xbox. One. Well, I mean the soundtrack. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah no, yeah. Uh, the soundtrack. Bandcamp. They actually did a second pressing of the vinyl too. So really? if you're into nice. that, yeah, I just copped it, and it is. I cannot believe I'm. I cannot believe I'm hearing that in 2016. The second pressing of the video game music soundtrack. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you only print 20. That's what you get. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Fury soundtrack. Let's get it going.
saying like i'm almost certain that like when you listen to the songs you know out of the game they uh-huh. have this really logical progression but yeah i'm almost certain the game they're kind of like designed to loop until you get to like the last you know most dramatic part of the fight right and then it knows when to kick in that the last like sort yeah. of fastest part or highest tempo part or yes whatever. all three of those were excellent that is 100 percent the kind of music i'm listening to right now they in 2016. were so excellent on spotify yes. uh, i looked it up on itunes 
album store mm-hmm. uh, and thank god it's the first result because the second result is Earth, Wind and Fire's Greatest Hits <laughs> nice. uh, no discernible reason for that nor Glee the music volume 4 or the Beatles love I have no idea <laughs> Fury Game soundtrack how you end up producing those results I stopped with the Glee after 2 <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> just, 3 and 4 was just pure cash it just became repetitive <laughs> but uh, if you want more of that like again look up Wave Shaper look up Carpenter Brute mm-hmm. all of these acts are great and for what it's worth, if you look at, look me up on Spotify, mm-hmm. you'll find I've publicly shared a playlist called Steamy 80s Sunset. <laughs> that is that exact kind of music. Because, um, again, if you like this, it was born out of the Stranger Things theme. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this. And I keep noticing all these bands that I like today that are really going after the sound again, like Synthwave or 80s Wave mm-hmm. or New Retro Wave. Uh, it's, it has a lot of names. Stranger Things, something I like more for the soundtrack than the actual show. The show was pretty good. <laughs> it's the it's very fine. definition of fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but moving ahead out of Fury, which again, great, great stuff, is Oxenfree. Yes. A game I yeah. did not play, but uh, one of our uh, top Patreon tiers is uh, Google Hangouts. And yeah. in the Google Hangouts, I was uh, suggested Oxenfree. Yeah. Because it's not a game I have not played, mm-hmm. but it's uh, music from Scientific, SCTNFC. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do I know this? Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. this, like this exact name, but why I didn't play Oxenfree? And I was like, Peggle 2. <laughs> because Peggle oh, really? 2 he did remixes to a lot of the soundtrack huh. and I, I, Peggle 2 was on like the best of 2013 or 14 or whatever that's on Spotify yeah. and I listened to the Dan Rampa and Peggle 2 soundtracks <laughs> probably for a thousand hours <laughs> just Badical. most of my third year at Capcom was me with headphones on listening to Peggle 2 and Dan Rampa music <laughs> um, and he did music and they were all called scientific remix scientific remix and I was like why do I know SCTNFC mm-hmm actual musician derp uh did peggle 2 remixes? are you guys gonna get a conversation about peggle 2 in the year of our lord <laughs> no, not 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 another show <laughs> exclusive uh has a band camp you can get this soundtrack there as well worked on a mr robot mobile game wow and galaxy and a lot of other stuff that you can check out mm. on the band camp again i encourage really cool you music in mr robot too to buy all this music and yes you can get it on the game on steam for 20 dollars for an extra five bucks you'll get the soundtrack too neat oh nice mm-hmm. that's always good um it's an adventure game, which is not my bag, but it was recommended, you know, for for anyone who does enjoy a, a more adventuresome game where you're guiding characters around, and it's more about the story and the character interactions, and watching the story unfold. Kind of a maniac mansion uh, yeah. style thing where it has a, sci- a you know like a sci-fi bend to it, where it starts out normal, you're going to this island, and then big surprise, a lot of weird stuff and time loops and alternate versions of yourself, and a lot of cool stuff starts going down, but has very cool echoey mystery style music that's very fitting and in a year where a lot of our big games are uh the wub metal noise <laughs> that i love but is like overbearing as hell like that's kind of the nature of the music you can't it's, listen to that all day unless you're 14 I like that's yeah, just kind of how it I, I i i can only drink so much mountain dew anymore yeah, yeah. and but believe me if this was in high school this is that that is what i'd be listening to every day but oxen free we're just going to slow down here for a minute mm-hmm. um but it's from the lead writers of the telltale borderlands game um again i if you like that type of game uh, like monkey island or Yep, Monkey Island, uh, Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah. That. Or even, uh, I'd say even Life is Strange. It's kind of a similar yeah, vibe to that. Um, we'll do two songs from Oxen Free. This is Beacon Beach. These are not Donkey Kong Country levels, okay. by the way. Uh, Beacon Beach, which again is this, I called it echoey mystery music. Mm. Uh, atmospheric, mood setting. Uh, integrates some fun sci-fi noises in there. That you're like Just audio coding where you're like, oh, so it's one of those... 
it's a theremin or something equivalent of That's like the Doom door opening. Sound yes, um, which again in Doom, <laughs> when you find the Doom doors, the old pixelated door, yeah, and you yeah. walk into the one area, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> uh, after that is Epiphany Fields, uh, which mm. is more trancy. Um, Cool and mellow, but it picks up a bit towards the middle and end. And I get a sense of, like, stay with me on this. If David Wise, mm-hmm. the composer for Rare, mm-hmm. if if uh, if he did a soundtrack to a Metroid game that Rare made, not Nintendo. Put a couple more qualifiers in there. <laughs> Believe in me. In minor. <laughs> yeah, but, but in the winter. Uh, <laughs> using the Roland T-808. <laughs> yes. But just, like... You know, if Rare made a Metroid game, it would still be sci-fi, but it would be a little more Brit- British, and it would have some kind of like tongue-in-cheekiness to it that Metroid has zero of. Mm-hmm. It is Metroid is dead serious all the time. But imagine if Rare made a Metroid game, and then David Weiss did that soundtrack. I think it'd go a little something like this. Like this. <laughs> uh, but, God, I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, Beacon Beach, Epiphany Fields, Oxen Free. Again, Bandcamp, check it out. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
free exclusive information here. That's also mm. the song I will you will hear when I ascend to heaven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remind me a lot of Dust Force, actually. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, Dust yeah. Force That's, good. That's yeah, actually yeah. much more direct and easy to relate to than my uh, three-pronged <laughs> re- reference before. Uh, but, yeah. Oxenfree, again. I, uh, it's, it's on my playlist for sure. Mm. Is this one of those? Like, it seems like it could be done on iOS. Is it? Like, I don't know. I might, I might be selling it short when I say that, but yeah, I don't know. it seems like a game that could that. theoretically work on an iPad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Reviewed real well, though, which would be like a great way to play while I'm flying back to a place yeah. where there's still no internet. So, uh, to this day, yeah, um, I think I'm going to get Walking Dead season three for the first time on an iOS device, just because uh, I'll have plenty of time to deal with it. That's the only way I ever played it. it was mm-hmm. season one on iOS? It was fine. Never had the goal. I played Never. on Vita, obviously, like everyone. <laughs> Um, after that, moving out into our next game is Watch Dogs 2. I, I didn't think this would be on here, but it it is... I love the Watch Dogs 2. I just can't distinguish what's what's a game orchestration or an sure. actual song, but I, I, I hated, hated Watch Dogs 1. I never even played and, it. And the, the second one is so charming. Like, I don't, I don't... Somebody said they... One of the executives said they were trying to make a, a game for dudes with the first one, then it was just like... Well, what if the character smiled and made jokes, maybe, uh, and wasn't act- so goddamn brooding all the time? Just acted human. Yeah, yeah. It, it made made a game that was in the spirit of fun. And, like, I've never seen an open-world game like this. GTA is funny. Saints Row is over the top. But this game yeah. is, like, seriously reveling in light teenage mayhem. I like it a right. lot. Except I, for the parts where you're killing thousands and thousands of security guards and cops yeah, and Scientology members. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not really how you'd want, you should play the game. Yeah. It's not very rewarding. I think it's that. one of the biggest complaints about it. So, yeah, everyone yeah. in the game is super charming and fun. Yeah. And it's like, you just want to be a part of their little fun, stupid clique. Yeah, it's, and it's, then it's like, uh, now let's just shoot a guy It's got the, the same Nathan Drake dilemma. You make a charismatic lead oh, and then yeah. murders mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Uh, yeah. with, no, with zero questioning, but in this game you don't really have to. And um, yeah, I really like the music, man. It reminded me, like, because I only played it. We did a stream the, on the day it came out, and I don't like open world games generally mm-hmm. uh, because they're just they they strive for realism, and like I don't care. Yeah, like <laughs> wow, that gun looks really like the real thing. Good mm-hmm. job. That building looks just like the same concrete building I see every day. Mm-hmm. Great, <laughs> but hey, that's. Everybody can have what they what for they sure, want. That's sure, fine, sure. but but I do love. I do have a affinity for like maps, mm-hmm. like <laughs> just maps and and like looking at or scale models mm-hmm. and, and things that miniaturize. I've never noticed a city this intimately in a game where yeah, that, it was fascinating to drive oh, yeah. through. Yeah, and having now lived in SF for over ten years, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. to go around this truncated Bay Area mm-hmm. where it's like. You can go to Oakland to SF and then watch how much they smash. Like, forget the sunset in yeah. Richmond; they don't exist. Yeah, 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 Which, much. I mean, they, sixty-nine blocks. They, of, deleted uh, our, yeah. they deleted our neighborhood like three blocks yeah. in both directions to get to Dolores Park faster. But that's oh, yeah. cool. But I was, yeah, how like the Full House uh, Alamo Square Park, but juts right up on a park that's like seven blocks north of it. And it's yeah. like, well, fine, whatever. My favorite one was uh, the Painted Ladies, like the Full House house yeah, yeah. is right across the street from UCSF, which yes. is seventeen <laughs> blocks long. Yeah. Like, Almost uh, unlockable. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But that that's what I love. So we did a stream where, like, mm-hmm. if there's one thing I'm good at in this world, mm-hmm. it is dicking around in open world mm-hmm. games. I feel like I'm actually proficient at it. Yeah. Where I, 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 I love being able to find a way to dick around in a random way, but mm-hmm. is still, like, I'm prodding the world to find out fun ways to mess with it and not just like, oh, I ran over a bunch of people, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I just like to dick around and have some fun with it. And we, had a, we streamed for, like, an hour and a half of yeah. just, like, I just... How many wheelie can I, can I sustain this wheelie across the entire Bay Bridge? Yes, you can. The answer is yes. And then 
someone hit me mm-hmm. and I fly straight up in the air and mm-hmm. up on top of the bridge, which I'm not supposed to be. And yeah. it's like fun little stuff like that. A uh, friend of mine had a great story where they were talking about they're walking around and there was like um, like a gay couple like getting married near mm-hmm. City Hall or something. Mm. And like he just walked up and like took a selfie with one of them. And then the guy <laughs> on the left, like in the middle of like saying his vows, stops to ask for the camera. <laughs> and then his partner gets mad and then they get in a fist fight. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, but I, way more impressed with that game than I thought I'd be. And I thoroughly yeah. recommend it if you're looking for a holiday time sink. Um, That's true. It's not great, but it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just just the motif that it shows, I really did like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, upsets, upsets uh, resistant millennials. Uh, fun. Yeah. And in, in, in uh, the future, maybe? I don't know. Uh, indeterminate time periods. I'm a big yeah. fan of that. I'll actually blather about the music for one second. Please, but, sure, uh, please. Yeah, the guy that did the original soundtrack, not the licensed music that's in the mm-hmm. game, uh, is Hudson Mohawk, who is a sort of electronic musician producer guy. Mm-hmm. So on Warp initially, he did an album called Butter, I think, in 09 that is excellent. It's mm. all stuff just like this instrumental stuff. Hmm. His most recent one kind of sucks. <laughs> Don't check that one out. But he's actually like signed to like Kanye's good label as like part of their production what? team. Kanye has so, a bad label though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a bad uh, lifestyle choices. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this guy's been around for a minute. I think he's from Scotland. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's pretty solid. I like him a lot. Hmm. But uh, yeah, you're thinking that this is his first proper game work. This is his first like, yeah, game soundtrack for sure. Um, and it's, you know, it's sort of his trademark stuff. It's very kind of skittery, like big kind of like military sounding drums, sure. like lots of like snare hits, like mm-hmm. kind of drumline stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's really good. It seems like it's tough for musicians to do stuff over it mm-hmm. <laughs> in the general part since it's so like kind of in your face in yeah. a lot of ways. But this one's a lot moodier and it kind of like settles down a bit and... Okay. I don't know. I dug it a lot. So we picked two songs. One is Shanghai, yep. and then Burning Desire is the other one. And I, I remember when we played like the opening part where you're like in a tech building or mm-hmm. something, and before the game starts the, properly, you do get to hear it immediately. You hear yeah. some of the actual music, and I was like, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's does a thing GTA does where it basically just saves the OST for like the main storyline. Yeah, and then everything else is just oh. whatever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll do these songs. Uh, Hudson Mohawk again. He has his own website. You can buy the music directly from there. And uh, let me make sure that I told you guys. Yeah, Oxenfree was the last one, which is Bandcamp. I'm just trying to make sure that I point out that you can buy, I believe, just about everything that's in this show. Uh, Shanghai, Burning Desire from Watch Dogs 2.
it's a little a little lower key, but yeah, like you mentioned, the the militaristic uh, drumline stuff was really cool, and I don't hear that in games hardly ever. Right, and it kind of um, has you know, I'm the, using the word glitch to describe a sound is not good. Sure, but I mean, but it plays into the whole game's like you know yeah. UI and like <clears throat> the game tries so hard, so hard it, to be cool. It's and it mostly works. Um, that's that was my thing. It was like <laughs> it had so much of that like Tony Hawk fake irreverence <laughs> with like some of the art in the background. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. There's just something inherently that doesn't work with me when it's like this game cost a hundred million dollars and mm. it's about like sticking it to the technocracy or whatever. And it's like you're a billion dollar company <laughs> that makes a lot of money off of games uh, that are all about shooting people. It definitely <laughs> felt like they took a hundred graphic designers and crushed them into a concentrate, <laughs> and then what trickled out was most of the. I like the motif. I did. I really. Like, that's the thing is I, I kind of like it despite all of my biases going in. I could, I, I could pick it apart, but they chose a motif and went with it, and sure. it works well for what the story, characters, and game does. I yeah. don't know. And since I didn't play it enough to know like that the characters are actually fun to be around, and yeah. it's yeah. not just like, let's hack stuff, ba-. Like as long as it's not like that, then fine. Politically motivated hipsters with a sense of humor. And, and you, taste. And then so when you go to Oakwood, the NPCs talk about gentrification, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> so then it is what So then it is Mr. Robot. <laughs> um, after that, we will get into... Uh, uh, I guess I'm probably in the minority here, but this is exactly why I played this game. Deus Ex Mankind Divided, mm. which is trying to go for some of the same ideas of like how far can technology go and when mm-hmm. has it become invasive and blah, blah, blah. But It's the same McCann guy as the first game? Or uh, game? Michael, McCann, Michael McCann, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. um, this is Mankind Divided, and five years ago was Human Revolution, which mm-hmm. was on my first you know, 2011, 2012, must have been, I don't remember, year in review of when this came out initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good music. And the second one is no different. The soundtrack is pretty good. It's very atmospheric. It's easy to... The game is one of, again, the three new games this year that I finished. Doom mm-hmm. and this. Hmm. Uh, and then, theoretically, I will finish Last Guardian before the calendar runs out this year. But <laughs> uh, Which, the last episode we just did was Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. So, check that out. Nice. But uh, it's not a great game. Uh, but I finished it because it's kind of relaxing. It has all of this, like, yeah, you have a lot of guns, and yeah, you can shoot a lot of people, but, like, the game really almost kind of discourages you from it, gives you so many non-lethal ways and so many ways to Mm -hmm. circumvent security Mm -hmm. that the game just became email reader with a cool trance soundtrack, and I'm like, nice, I can do this (laughs) for 30 hours, or I don't know how long it was, because... I hate games that don't give you a timer, so you can tell because someone will always ask, "How long does that take?" I don't know because the game didn't tell me. <laughs> can't can't guess. Like probably twenty hours or something. But it was just a gorgeous, like the story. It's had, very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Very aesthetically pleasing, and the music is pretty low key. Uh, the main theme, which we'll play, or no, I'm not going to play the main theme because it, it, it's more orchestral, uh, anthemic stuff. And what I want to play is more of the, just like kind of background music when you're like crouched behind couches waiting for guys to quit talking about football or whatever and then walk away and then you sneak up behind them knock them out and then I'm gonna go read all your email and uh, and then I'm gonna go in your and I'm gonna pick up this uh, soda machine and I'm gonna move it in the most inconvenient way possible such that when everyone runs in here to try to get the security alarm they're all gonna run into the soda machine just <laughs> stupid crap where it's like I will spend so much time Doing accomplishing next to nothing. Mm-hmm. I spent a week in a bank, just going floor to floor. Like oh, that no, bank is tough. That bank. I'm like, I'm gonna break into every single thing that's in mm-hmm. this bank. I don't have to, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna. 
and it took me over. And then the RoboCop robot shows yes. up, and you gotta. And then you can, uh, you can. Two and nine screams like a baby. It does. <laughs> uh, and then you can, you get to a point where you can hack that stuff and shut them down or turn them against other people. Hack drones, and then you can watch what happens to the drones. Like, it's totally competent game, and I and I finished it. But it's like, I it's not like one of my favorite things I've played. By I loved it. Human Revolution, and I yeah. just no, this one did not grab me. It. It feels flat, and I don't know. Why, I can't put my finger on why. Like yeah. the story, the stakes. A lot are, of sewer work, kind of hubby. You, you like do, the game world. I didn't. That was sort of annoying to me. You I do spend know. a lot of time in sewers, <laughs> uh, cutting through and stuff. But like, I don't know. There was just something kind of fun. Where like, I, I allow myself. Well, I should say, I only have the appetite for mm-hmm. one hub worldy open world. Mm. Uh, go do a bunch of checklist checkbox tasks, and then get stuck in this game loop and. All of this is menial task work that is distracting you from the main game, which, if you mainlined it, is six hours long. <laughs> but you're not going to because they put these hooks in you, and you want to you want to see the game, ex- explore around. But mm-hmm. soundtrack, very nice. Again, just kind of pleasing to hear this while you're just literally long sustained synth. Yeah, just like literally just reading emails and like talk. I'm gonna go talk to the psychiatrist, <laughs> like yeah. fake psychiatrist. But TF29 is Task Force 29. Uh, and this is also on Amazon that you can buy the full soundtrack. Buy the extended one because the 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 main one is just kind of like named tracks, not necessarily all the ambient stuff that plays. The full soundtrack has all this stuff, which was the stuff that actually stuck with me. Uh, but this is your headquarters. It's kind of like you know a, a, a super CIA or something, um, <laughs> but it's underneath a, a a front that you go in and you go behind oh, a yeah, mop the closet. Copy store, yeah, yeah, that, is, that was funny. And I just thought that the the copy store still has to have all the problems of an actual copy store where it's like, well, we're a front, so it has to work. So, and there's just one conversation that if you stick around, they're like complaining, like, we're, no deliveries, there's no paper here. Like, we can't be a front if there's no paper and there's paper. St-. Like, whatever it that's was, funny. but it was funny. Um, TF29, that's the music when you're kind of going around, you're like getting your missions and like, Jensen, you're late for duty. Get over here. We've got a real pickle over in Prague. And then after that is... Uh, Apex Towers, which I think is later in the game. Again, story points, proper nouns of this game, couldn't tell you a thing. Yeah. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. None of it mattered. I mashed through the dialogue as fast as I could. And I normally love... man scared of Robot Man because yeah. of previous game. Yeah, and the whole, like... <laughs> Where all the things happen that you're the now whole, not there, reacting to. Yeah, and there's, like, so much, like, all, all lives matter and all this stuff yeah, in the game. Where you're like, good. Where it's like, I get what you guys are trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... This is not equivalent at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. These are people who are choosing to put robot arms on their body, and yeah, because they all got hacked and haywired and killed a bunch of people five years ago, which was the ending of the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the first new game in 2011. That <laughs> also, I just want to put the soda machine in front of the doorway. Yes, like, <laughs> I want to flip up this manhole and uh, discus it across as many people as I can. <laughs> it's just like, it's, these aren't the same things. Like, I get that there's an argument you can make about, like, people being modified and the prejudices that come yeah, from yeah. it but like I encourage is, games to go for it you know? I do yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, but yeah. yeah this one was not so much uh, yeah and I, I wouldn't knock the game for trying it it was just kind of like it's very on the nose the the game was uh, soundtrack was good TF29 and Apex Towers this is just imagine sneaking around and just being super chill stealthy trying not to engage or alert anybody and that's what you're doing
so still in it, it's not far off from that Stranger Things uh, new yeah, movie, yeah. like kind of going for synth eighties stuff, but with much more modern uh, implementation. Mm-hmm. And you and know, he was here pro- first with Human Revolution production so, value. Yeah. I thought Tron, Tron, Tron Legacy is yeah, like, yeah, yeah very gives similar. me vibes of. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, Deus Ex, kind of a reboot of a franchise earlier this year in 2016. We had the composer for uh, the first uh, yeah. Deus Ex in this very studio. Hey. Alexander Brandon came on and we talked about Deus Ex and Invisible War, the two games that kind of led up to before it was rebooted with uh, Human Revolution back in 2011. Deus Ex soundtrack, one of my top ten games. It's good game. stuff. For sure. Um, and after, moving out of that, hard pivot. <laughs> hard pivot, intentionally so. Uh, it's the game I did not play. But I heard a lot is Picross 3D2, mm. which came out on the 3DS. So there's Picross, which is the puzzle game where, you know... You... Uh, a game I hate to love. Oh. Yeah. But, it's just so basic, and you can spend yeah. hours on it. Yeah. Um, but then there was a Picross 3 Would you 3... say that it's easy to play but hard to master? I, I intentionally did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's... Then there was a 3D one from a few years ago that, like, uh, mm-hmm. Carolyn was playing, and it was kind of like, this is not as good as the 2D one, you know, mm-hmm. just like, it, it, something was not quite there. But Picross 3D2 revamped the formula a bit, mm-hmm. changed things around, and it became much more engaging, and uh, so she's played it for, like, 70 hours or something at this mm-hmm. point. And so I meant I heard the music a lot, and, like, two songs kept sticking with me, and I'm like, this is so good. So... This is a soundtrack, of course, you cannot buy mm-hmm. because it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo, and it's a Picross game that was digital only. A $30 Picross game. <laughs> <laughs> it's for real. <laughs> uh, but the first Picross 3D was uh, Yasumasa Yamada, mm-hmm. Jun Ishikawa, and Hirokazu Ando. I don't know who did the second one because I couldn't find a list of credits, and I couldn't find the credits like even uploaded to YouTube of, like, here's the ending for whatever reason. So I have no idea who did the music to this, but... Picross 3D2. Salaryman X. X, Y, and Z. Mm. All contributed. But we'll do two uh, tracks in this. One of them uh, is uh, a big break from all the hard-ass... Uh, man, I love this. I, I wrote faux 80s trambience. Nah. <laughs> nice. Uh, trans, trans, trans ambience. Uh, but it's a nice, relaxing riverboat tune that I would equate to him at Otter or... <gasps> The Dunkin' Country song uh, from Harmonica? The, yeah, from a couple uh, Tropical Freeze, which I gave Album of the Year two years ago. Or the Mel Gibson movie Maverick. Uh, sure, <laughs> we can go with that. Uh, as a boy that's who's a been on film. a riverboat more than a couple uh, times, uh, <laughs> that's why I keep. I feel like I'm the only person who makes riverboat analogies. But <laughs> yeah, like, I think so. Uh, yeah, take y'all down the Ohio River. Yeah, it's where it's where you go gamble in the South to this day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can well. You can still gamble on the riverboats. International there, yeah. waters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in the Mississippi River for some reason. Yes. Um, uh, but after that is another one that is a full blast 9,000% Mario Kart 8 jazz. Uh, so uh, get ready for that. Uh, two songs from Picross 3D2. Love these to death, but very different from everything else we've heard. But two songs will be back.
everybody should be nice and relaxed. Reminds me of my favorite, favorite uh, Chocobo theme from Final Fantasy XIII, which is just a jazz quartet playing the standard and not listenable in Final Fantasy XV for some reason. But because you mentioned it, I love Emma Daughter so much. Uh, the intro becomes my ringtone uh-huh. uh, from the end of November to mm. early January. I could have queued it up on the computer. I know, but it's what the first song sounds like. I love it. Anything, love it. anything that's that that river thing, man. But yeah, the the jazz one is just so silly and like they're just soft. So it's just another sign of the soundtrack being like wildly different because there's another one that's very like regal and. Mm-hmm just sounds like a, an old castle or something where it's just they want you to keep something that's going to keep you engaged but not like I don't know there's but, nothing Nintendo does better in the case of this podcast is score mundanity oh yeah they're mm. so good at menus and store yeah. themes and yeah. stupid puzzle games yeah. Jesus yeah it's great though uh, moving out of that into uh, I probably could organize this a little better because we're going back into the 80s if I can quickly say uh, of the Nintendo soundtracks this year uh-huh. um, that Kirby one was really good the Robo Pro- Robobot yes. Planet Robobot really yeah, yeah. Robobot mm-hmm. it's pretty solid huh yeah Chris we'll has a copy. got the game sitting right over there I still haven't done a Kirby episode neither so has anyone else I don't believe <laughs> yeah um, but uh, kind of bouncing back into the kind of music we were in uh, almost an hour ago, mm-hmm. uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon, <laughs> which is Power Glove, um, because I think at one point I had done, somewhere in an episode in the past, I had put in uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, because Power Glove did great stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is Trials of the Blood Dragon, which was that same silly 80s aesthetic, like times a billion, but with Trials, uh, where you're on a motorcycle or trying to do tricks. or My understanding was this game sucked hard. And we streamed, we streamed it, and like the bike stuff was like okay, I guess. And then it was like do other things, and it's like I don't think this engine or whatever was really meant right. to like deviate from silly physics tricks. Mm-hmm. And the aesthetic only goes so far when whatever. But the music, big surprise, yeah. really strong stuff. And again, this is on Spotify. Trials of the Blood Dragon, Power Glove. Um, main theme has again. I feel like I get echoes of Thriller in here, mm-hmm. and then goes like Super Synth Nine Thousand. Uh, and after that is Ancient Caverns, which is like the first song I think that you might have even linked me to, mm. uh, or or people when it came out were like, Brett, listen, Ancient, <laughs> this, this one, Power Glove. Oh. So uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon soundtrack again, easily obtainable and uh, on Spotify. Main theme, Ancient Caverns. Here we go.
little uh, little in between. It's it's got that same stuff that we were going through earlier in the show, but it's mm-hmm. a little calmer. Yeah. The main theme got kind of nuts there for a second, but Ancient Caverns is definitely... That this, definitely like, sounded like winter cave music. Oh, yeah. It oh, really yeah. did. The little echoey... Uh, it just implies crystallized uh, ice sickles hanging in the And uh, less friction on your character model. <laughs> you will slide after a jump. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta compensate. There we go. For, uh, the slippery ice. Good. <laughs> um, and then re- bringing us into the, the show is another one I would never have known had you not written about it, is Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Digimon Story uh-huh. Cyber Sleuth, yeah. Um, I would have totally That's been. a new game. I'm, I came to a realization this year that I actually didn't realize. All first party Namco Bandai anime games have amazing soundtracks. Mm. They all still have oh. individual songs for every single character in the game. And those huh. games have, like, yeah. uh, uh, George's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven, yeah, um, Naruto games. Yeah. They all have 400,000 characters, and each one has their own individual theme, just like F-Zero GX or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you listen to it, and it's just like, there's a lot of not great stuff there, but it's yeah. like, these soundtracks are seriously like 60-plus songs. And they're all, like... If you like any of this stuff, like yeah. like even the Budokai games and all that stuff, where it's like there's so much amazing stuff, just one of a th- same thing with F Zero. Like I said, it's one of a two hundred tracks, right? And of the two hundred songs in here, there's like yeah, a hundred and forty of them are not good, but then there's sixty incredible songs that can and last it's just you that, all year. That like classic, you know, here's our in-house team of musicians yeah. that we use, and you kind of have to like figure out who they even are, and it's like, and they just generate. <laughs> hours and hours of music every yeah. month and it's super Japanese with like you know the jazz brunch like horns and then like one of the song will be like a super random like Tropicalia track that's made with nice. like you know a drum machine you're just like what is any of this so if you like digging around for music you should always check out these Namco Bandai yeah. soundtracks because mm. there's just all kinds of stuff there yep. and you'll be surprised all the time and this was kind of a semi-serious reboot of Digimon? like I think so. Uh, young adult. Yeah, not like uh, young adult. I have to go get an abortion or anything. That's <laughs> why the know. name wasn't confusing at all. <laughs> Cyber Sleuth. Um, but I know NeoGaf is a big fan of this. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. play much of the game. But yeah, the, this, the composer Masafumi Takada, you'll know from Danganronpa. Yeah, yeah. And you may recognize certain oral similarities yes. between this game's theme and Danganronpa. Um, and I did a whole episode just about uh, this composer's work because, mm-hmm. uh, like, what? No More Heroes, God Hand, mm-hmm. uh, Danganronpa, all kinds of great stuff. And this game, of course, is no exception. Um, but it came out 2015 in Japan, but 2016 here in the U.S. So mm. it totally counts for my purposes. Um, but since we can't really talk about the game itself, but I guess it still has like some of the same battle mechanics of old Digimon games. I've mm-hmm. never played a Digimon game in my life. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I have a cart racer for a video. I haven't, I haven't either, but I, my understanding is like... it. it it has some of the things you would fans would remember from those old games, but it tries. Liking Digimon was like liking Mega Bloks instead of Lego. Sure, and I, was like, I could never. <laughs> no, it. I mean, yeah, I was. I mean, I was duty license. <laughs> it's like I was eighteen mm-hmm. by the time Digimon came out, so it was kind of past me at that point. Right. Not that I wasn't playing Pokemon, but I was like, I have time for one yeah. thing of this nature, and because my friends were all Pokemon, of those who were playing anything like this. Nobody went Digimon. Had they gone Digimon, I'm sure I would have. But you that's excommunicated them from your friends. Yeah, look, there's not a lot of people where I'm from, so <laughs> I, I got to play what everyone else is playing. I can't fo- can't afford to not be cool. <laughs> um, but it's the fifth game in the Digimon Story series. Um, but uh, I guess I don't know. It does have cross save for you Vita players. <laughs> which, Man, I am reaching right now. So but else it is but uh, hey, like it, as someone who was playing Dragon Quest Builders and doesn't have that ability, I'm like, I really wish I did. Mm. Um, but yet, mm. reviewed pretty well, and just like I don't know, kind of out of 
the idea that a Digimon game got any note was noted at all this year instead of just being like kind of like eh, yeah no, the, absolutely the yeah. fact that there's anything at all happening to this is kind of like oh well if there's a great soundtrack now you got me and there is a three disc soundtrack that came out in Japan mm. um, came out in Japan last year in 2015 but it's called Cyber Sleuth OST big surprise um, published by Sound Prestige Records mm. um, you can actually read a review of it at RPGFan.com uh, really good uh, CD reviews there though because they go pretty in depth and post little snippets if you want to like sample the soundtrack nice then you bounce over to Play Asia or CD Japan and buy one but uh, we'll do three songs from Cyber Sleuth main theme which is the one I think you'd yep. mentioned before. Uh, you'll hear very dink and rompa If you stuff want to here. do a YouTube doubler with these two songs, yeah. you'll enjoy yourself. And if that is a wonderful space and message. And again, this is a huge soundtrack. Oh, yeah. uh, just, again, three discs of music. So it, it runs a lot of different genres crisscross. But uh, three songs, main theme, wonderful space, message, Masafumi Takata, Digimon Story.
nice. It is. So nice. And uh, again, I, a Digimon game having music like that is something else. But yeah, super Danganronpa. Yeah, we're saying the joke is going to be if he could probably just reuse that entire thing on Don, the new Danganronpa. And <laughs> yep. And the only people that notice would be us and we'd go like, nice. Yeah, anyone who would be upset about it is like, you know, I, I could stand to listen to this again. It's the same people like me who when FF15 is like, yeah, we put all the yeah. We just put instead of having music that loads up in the car when you drive, it's just uh, well, actually, no. There is music that they put in there, isn't there? There's like stations on FF15, yeah, yeah. and it's like skip, 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 skip. <laughs> nice, all the free music you didn't have to pay for. I'm not ever going to listen to any of these other channels. Shouldn't have spent the money. Mm. Uh, but that's the show. Uh, year, I look back at games from this year. Mm. Uh, I know that uh, I think one we'll probably get yelled at for not talking about is probably Disaster Pieces Hyperlight Drifter. So Isn't yes, right? I, I actually bought Hyperlight Drifter and played it for like an hour and a half and could not get into it totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but that soundtrack was really good. Um, and we could actually probably go out with a song from that because uh. I was going to try to find a way to put it in and I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should go out with the song from Hyperlight Drifter. Um, but Again, you can go to vgmpar.com and find everything else that we've done on the show. The show is five years old now, so there's 128 episodes Woo! at this point. You can drink, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, in podcast years, it's 50. Um, but yeah, the last episode was uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, and then before that was four episodes in a row of Shin Megami Tensei games. Not Persona, but actual SMT titles. Uh, Strange Journey? Well, yeah, there were some Strange nice. Journey songs in there. Um, after uh, We did... St- Inexplicably did an episode about Toe Ball number one and two because <laughs> uh, it turned twenty years old. Is that the pink guy who eats the pigs, the caveman. Uh, there's a pink guy in the image. <laughs> <Tone bar>. uh, <laughs> uh, this year was also Star Fox Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Token Mario episode at long last with Henry. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite thing of this year though was uh, Spencer Nilsson, uh, Sega of America composer extraordinaire, came in and sat in this room and we talked about Sonic CD. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin. Uh, nice. Sonic CD, mm-hmm. uh, Japanese soundtrack versus the U.S. one, and like how Sega of America made that, and they recorded just like five blocks down the street from here, and just so many cool stories. If you're a fan of game audio, game music, like episode, it's like one, I don't know, one fifteen, one sixteen, but it's just called Sonic CD with Spencer Nelson. I can't recommend an episode more than that. Like nice. that was one of my favorites we have ever done uh, to have someone like that in here to answer all these questions, like to tell you what it was like to make game music in 1992 yeah. like that's invaluable experience cool get um, cool get and a year ago we had Tommy Tallarico on as well who mm-hmm. also had laid it laid it out great so they tons of to, fun stuff there. had to put sheets of flannel one at a time into a PC engine <laughs> hey as I'm wearing flannel shirts come on now uh, but back. yeah any other plugs you guys want to have yeah just lasertimepodcast.com thank you guys so much for your support over on patreon.com slash lasertime uh, if you're listening to this over the holiday break we should have tons of stuff for you on not just lasertimepodcast.com. All our shows should be going up on a regular basis. That's five a week if you include the Patreon exclusive bonus time, uh, and as well as on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime. Thanks, y'all. Uh, check me out on Twitter, Pseudo Bread, please. Um, <laughs> also, the Valhalla soundtrack was pretty good. That anime game where you're a bartender soundtrack on that is very synthetic. Uh, um, but yeah, we'll uh, again go out to. Uh, with the Hyperlight Drifter Disaster Piece, who again has done so much great work over the years. Uh, I mean, obviously the It Follows soundtrack mm-hmm. is pretty good. Love that movie. Uh, um, Bad Jubies, Mudwater. There's a lot of just proper albums and then a lot of game music in there as well. But we'll go out with a track from that. Um, 
I actually saw this pop up on a fact. I think it was fact. Oh. Uh, like a music website, but they put this on their like top twenty albums of the year. Wow. Like music period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty good. We'll go out with a song from Hyperlight Drifter soundtrack. Again, you can buy this on Bandcamp. Everything, just about everything, uh, sort of the games from Japan can be uh, bought readily on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, probably Bandcamp. There's a lot of ways to get this music, and please, please do. Uh, as someone who loves game music, the more it becomes readily available, the longer this stuff can. Just be in circulation and be discussed and be talked about and not end up in places where you've got to dig through spammy, scary uh, websites to get music. Like it's like (laughs) it it shouldn't be there. It and sadly the best talk that we have about KH Insider. The best uh, that's not even a spammy one. Uh, Like (laughs) the best way. Don't think I haven't been, but the the best way to send a message that this is worth it is you have to buy it. There's no other no amount of posting that you want it is going to change that. You have to buy it and support these things, even though they're all on YouTube for free. Yeah. Um, But well, next year we're going to spend some time uh, with a special task force to break all the. Japanese musicians chained to the game dungeon so many music right issues in Japan (laughs) everyone who gets stuff done uh, shout outs to Brave Wave Mm -hmm. to Data Discs to Ship to Shore to like I'm 8-Bit getting any kind of music rights for Japanese music to come out here Mm -hmm. is quite a task so hats off to them check all those out as well anyway thanks for listening we'll end the show again with a song from Hyperlight Drifter Bandcamp you can pick this up we'll see you next year